Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's up, Gym Lords? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. My name is Bree. I will be your host today, and I'm here with Jack from Evans Training Concepts and Etcon Fitness Studios in Wilmington, Delaware. What's up, Jack? How are you today? Hey, Bree. How are you doing today? It's great to meet you finally. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. So let's jump right into the details, wasting no time here. How did you get started with not just one studio, but two? What is it that made you want to own your own gym initially? So I got kind of started. I've been in, I've been in the fitness industry and realm of fitness all all of my life. Um, I was coaching part-time for a few years working full-time in the uh, construction industry. And I hit a point where, you know, I wasn't satisfied. I wasn't fulfilled with what I was doing in life. And the one thing that was bringing me fulfillment was the coaching. So about two years ago, I left the full-time and went all in on the coaching. So it's full-time coaching and uh, things took off pretty well for me. And I mean, at this point now, it's only been two weeks. I just signed the lease on the space for the personal training studio. So I'm actually pretty excited about that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, thank you. And it's just been, you know, just progressing. And that, that's kind of the direction I wanted it to head in from the start is ultimately open up a space, um, something that reflects on what my brand puts out into the world, you know, so that, that's kind of my intentions with the, the actual personal training studio. I don't intend for it to be just a regular studio where you show up and do normal training. Mm-hmm. Um, I want a lot more of, you know, I want to instill a lot more principles and fundamentals of fitness, nutrition, and overall just lifestyle empowerment into people. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Okay. So now within the facility that you currently have open, what does the business model look like? How are you structuring things? Are we doing group classes, semi-privates, one-on-ones kind of walk us through what that looks like? Yeah, it's a good question. So I'm doing a lot of virtual coaching. Um, Now in terms of like the actual fitness space itself, so the studio, uh, a lot of one-on-one, I prefer the one-on-ones. I do group classes, I'm one guy, so it can, it can kind of take a lot for me to do that. Um, so typically when I train people, it's I try to cap it at four people, uh, but the, the preference is one-on-one. I've always, that, that's been the one thing I've always gotten a lot of fulfillment out of is, you know, the quality time spent one-on-one with people. Um, group classes are great, especially from like a business standpoint, obviously like monetary, but I really prefer the one-on-one and that's kind of the direction I'm hanging into. Um, Ultimately, once I'm able to get more trainers, you know, in the space, get a bigger space, because it is only a thousand square foot. Mm -hmm. um, You know, once I get a bigger space, I intend to bring more trainers in and then, you know, go go the route of group classes and all that, that fun stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So what you're doing now, is that mostly online? Did you start like an online platform and that's how you gained your clients and then you're transitioning into the studio, is that kind of how you set things up? Okay, I can give you a whole rundown. So it started virtually for the most part. Um, any in-person I was doing, I mean, I was running all over the place. I was training people at park, public parks. I was going to their homes. I was doing everything. I was running all over the place. And I ended up getting an operating agreement with a commercial gym local to Wilmington, Delaware, which is where I am now. And uh, that's where I was able to kind of centralize myself with my clients so it's a good mix of everything. Um, the, the virtual is good because obviously there's only so much time in the day. So mm-hmm. being able to coach people virtually is, you know, I can have more of an outreach that way, but it's also the one-on-one and it's I, in terms of like ratio, I would say it's like 75, 25, 75 being in person, 25 being virtual right now. Got it. Okay. 
All right. Um, so as far as clients go, how many clients are you currently working with? I'm cur currently at 38. Um, I've been well over 50. I think I reached 57 at one point. And I was, I mean, that was, it was really hectic for me. Uh, a, a lot of stress. Um, I, I love it, you know, still, but it, it got, got pretty out of control, but I'm down to 38 now and it, it's pr I'm pretty comfortable there. Um, I can manage everyone to keep quality service where it needs to be, keep that balance. So 38 right now. Okay. And going into the facility, are all of those clients coming with you? I, I would like, I would like them to follow me. Um, it's a little bit of a time difference. So it's about 15 minutes up the road from where I am now. So, okay. um, I mean, Delaware is a really small state and the, the area I'm in, it's pretty small and condensed, but you know, some people have their reasons to stay where they're at, you know, mm -hmm. all of that, but um, hopefully, yeah, I, I know a few of them, I'm definitely bringing a handful with me. So I'm looking yeah. forward to that. And I mean, it's, it's, I am technically in a new part of town. So, you know, it's a whole new, a whole new base of people to kind of tap into, which I'm excited about as well. Right. Yes, absolutely. So now as far as tapping into that new market, what does marketing look like for you? How are you getting the word out there? Have you started advertising? Um, if so, what does it look like? If not, what's the plan for that? Well, I can tell you this, it's exciting. Um, one of my clients is actually owner of a marketing team. And I actually just did a, I guess you'd call it like a testimonial video. I did that. I had a few of my clients show up to their studio and um, we did like an introduction, introductory video mm -hmm. with myself introducing the company and all that stuff. And I had my clients hop on, give their testimony towards like the, the Evans training concepts experience and all of that. Um, so that's the start of it. And, you know, that was, that was pretty exciting to start with. Now everything else, you know, just flyers, a lot of social media, uh, blowing it up on there, putting out as much as I can online. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe not, not so much the door to door, but I do have a good, good bit of word of mouth going around, which help, it helps a ton actually. Um, I feel like that actually helps more than even the Instagram and Facebook stuff. But, um, you know, to get the bigger outreach, definitely go with the Instagram, Facebook and putting the videos out there. So yeah. Ads, I guess you could call them. Right. Absolutely. That was my next question was, have you ever run any paid ads? Are you going to be running paid ads? That was always, I mean, Facebook is the, still the number one converting platform as far as paid advertisements go. Um, and I always like to have multiple pulls in the water as far as marketing goes, because word of mouth is fantastic. Referrals are fantastic, but they're not very reliable, right? On a monthly basis, it's like, okay, one month you could get 10, the next month you could get none. You never really know. Um, so I always like to have that. And then also organic posting on social media. And then on top of that, some type of paid ad campaign, whether that be Facebook, Google, Instagram, um, something that's trackable, reliable, and allows you to generate quality leads at any time, whenever you need to. So that's definitely something that I'm a huge advocate for, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. No, I 100% agree with you. And uh, I think the marketing team that I just paired up with, you know, they're going to be, be a great tool for me to be able to get my name out there. And especially mm -hmm. the studio itself. I mean, now that I have my own space, you know, I want to, I want to really put that out there as much as I can. Um, you know, I, I already have like the Google search engine, all that stuff going. Um, and that's obviously helpful, but you know, you can, you can never be, you can always do more, you know, so yeah. there's always more to do. So. Yes, absolutely. Always more to learn. Always more to do for sure. Um, so as far as other services within the gym itself, will you be offering or do you currently offer 
uh, nutrition, accountability, anything of that nature that allows you to provide a higher level of service for your clients to in turn, get them better results, but then also allow you to charge a higher ticket. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it, it, any client I have, especially like in person, I mean, I give them full, full it's a fully encompassed program, like no matter, because I offer 30 minute sessions, one hour sessions, um, 30 minute sessions for the people that can, don't have a whole lot of time in their day, but they need to get it done. Um, even those clients, you know, I, I offer, I guess you could call it the virtual coaching, like I give them all access to my fitness app, that way I can stay in touch with them outside of the gym. And that's the one thing I promote to them when they come in the door is, hey, look, you know, once you leave the gym, we're not done. Like, I'm going to be sending you reminders. I'm going to be sending you text messages to do this, that, and the other, um, and stay up with all of that. And a lot of times, you know, they don't have time to come train with me. So I'll program them workouts to do on their own. So um, that, I'm like a huge proponent of that. And I, I love to market that to them. Uh, now, in terms of like the high, higher ticketing and stuff like that, I'm still working on that, improving those those price ranges with that service, because I know, you know, if you got that somewhere else, it is you pay a lot more money for it. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, initially, like I was just enjoying like the resp responses I was getting from that and the feedback I was getting from that. You know, everyone's like, yeah, this is great. You know, like I'm able to do this outside of the gym. Then when I get with you, you know, I kind of know what I'm doing. Um, so, yeah, no, everything's fully encompassed and nutrition, of course. I mean, that's that's critical. You know, I'm always about the nutrition. That's probably one of the first things I bring up. And then, you know, I kind of I kind of chill it back down by saying, you know, but when you're ready, because I don't want to force this down your throat either. You know, because that's that's what I'm sure, as you know, that's one of the most difficult parts of the, the fitness. Yeah, realm. yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Um, in, an important piece and one of the most challenging pieces to get people to change their habits there. You know, there's so many temptations for people on a daily basis in that department. So definitely a, a more challenging piece there. Um, now, what is the big picture goal? I like to call it like a unicorn goal. So like perfect world, perfect situation. What is the big picture? Where are you looking to take the business itself? So I want to take it to the moon. I mean, I want to go as, get as big as I can with it. Um, at Con Fitness Studios, you know, I made that plural for a reason because eventually I'd like to franchise that out. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, just take it as far as I can take it every, every day. And this is what I'm, li I'm living this every single day. And I love it. Um, and I love what it does for people and they love it. So, you know, it's, as far as I can go with it. Yeah, absolutely. So what does that look like? How are you going to get there? Does that look like getting into the facility, getting started? Are you are you bringing anybody in initially to help you out or is it just going to be you? Um, how are you kind of structuring things there and what will you do to get to that next level? So those are all great questions. The first one, I don't really have an answer to, you know, I, I can imagine what it's going to look like. Um, you've got the huge, like the big box gyms and things like that. And like the smaller ones that kind of focus more on like smaller group classes. Um, I don't know actually what that's going to look like other than just a bunch of studios out there having the same, you know, type of energy and atmosphere inside of them. Um, hopefully I can go global with it. And that, that's kind of what you get when you walk in. It's because when you walk in, it's not, it's like a lower, I don't really know how to describe it necessarily, but it's a good energy um, and it makes you feel welcomed, but it's, it's also like all about you. I want it to be all about them when they walk in. I don't want it to be like the focus is here, here and all over the place. I want it to be like, when you walk in the door, this is about you. You know, right. you're the one that walked in the door. You're the one that paid the money. This, everything here, that hour or half hour, whatever it is you paid for, this is all dedicated and committed to you. Um, so to answer that question in short, I guess that's what it looks like, but just everywhere. Um, you know, once I get, get it franchised and out, out on the, you know, out there, but, um, 
Yeah, getting in it by myself right now. Um, you know, I do need to like start looking around for other trainers and things like that, just so I can kind of hold the capacity for the group classes and things like that. But then again, like I mentioned, you know, I only have a thousand square foot, so it's not a huge, you know, a huge space mm -hmm. to bring a bunch of other people in for. Um, but ultimately, yes, I'm going to have to hire trainers and coaches and all of that, and maybe even extend it out to different types of services. You know, there's massage therapists, things like that, yoga classes, all of that stuff. You know, it's mm -hmm. all it's all beneficial. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a lot of times where, you know, if you have limited space, limited staff, it doesn't necessarily have to be more members, right? Because there are three ways to grow a business. We can get more clients. We can get them to pay more by providing them a higher level of service, and then we can keep them longer, right? It's much cheaper to keep a client than it is to acquire a new one. So, you know, if you've got all three of those things working for you, then that's great. Most people really only focus on getting people in the door. And then, you know, the same amount of people are leaving on the back end on a monthly basis. So, you know, if you can really focus on having that good base of clients, I mean, the clients that you already have are your greatest source of revenue. They've purchased from you once they're more likely to purchase from you again than somebody else just coming off the street. Um, so if you can really kind of take advantage of that, provide them those higher levels of service, then in turn, charge them more, get them better results. Then it's like, you don't have to have a million clients to make good money and help people, right? Because a lot of times too, what we see is that, you know, the people that are paying a higher ticket are getting better results because people who pay, pay attention, right? It's like, if you're investing your money into something, chances are you're going to pay attention and you're going to actually follow the plan. You're going to actually get the results that you're looking for. And those are the things that really transform people's lives. Right. And that's why we start in this industry is to help people. Um, so yeah, it doesn't always have to be a, a game of numbers as far as having a huge amount of clients, you know, there are other ways to do it. So well, well said, I couldn't agree with you anymore, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So now one thing I always love to ask about, uh, is a piece of advice for somebody who is considering opening their own facility, going their own way, kind of doing their own thing. So now you're still in the, in the beginning steps of this thing, but what is one of the most important things that you've learned throughout this process of starting businesses and, and now opening a facility, uh, a lot of things come up that are unexpected along the way. So I always like to ask, you know, if you could provide a piece of advice to somebody or, or an important lesson you've learned, what would that be? Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly, Brie, I feel like I could write a book on advice to people. Cause like I've gone through like a whole roller coaster of emotions to, to get where I am now. And I'm still like, like I tell myself all the time, I'm still green. I'm still a student. And I like to think like that. I like to think humbly like that. Um, my best advice is focus on the, the relationships you're building. Uh, that's key. I mean, cause like the relationships have gotten me to where I am. Um, you know, getting with the commercial gym, allowing me to operate my business out of there. Um, you know, that helped tremendously. Otherwise I'd be running around from park to park, you know, 90 degree weather, running people's houses, all that stuff. So I was able to local, centralize myself. So network's important. It's, it's super critical. Um, and the second piece would be, you know, just remain humble no matter what, no matter where you feel like you're getting, you may feel like, you know, well, I've got all these clients now. I'm even getting results. I'm getting the money, all that stuff. Still stay humble. You're, every yeah. day you wake up, have that student mindset because there's so much to learn. Like I, I, I honestly, 
you know, I was getting to the point where I was feeling like pretty confident with myself, which is never a bad thing. Don't, don't get me wrong, but it gets to the point where, you know, your ego blows up a little bit too much. And then it's like, I just signed this lease and I like, it humbled me. Just the thought of it scared me. Cause it's like, yes. that's, that's to me, it's a big deal. Cause I've never had that big of a responsibility. Um, you know, I was operating out of a gym. They take care of the rent. They take care of the utilities and all that equipment. I had to buy my equipment. I, I have to pay the rent now. So um, it really humbled me just the thought of it. And then actually walking into that space and setting up the equipment, you know, it's very humbling. So um, to avoid that, remain humble all the time. Not that I didn't, but you know, it's just a, just keep, keep tabs on that. Keep yourself in check all the time. So networking, the relationships you're building, not just with people that have things that like resources you need, but you know, clients as well, you know, treat them the same, continue that quality service, no matter what. And if you feel like, you know, you're getting to the point where you're, you're, you're starting to like lose quality service because you're over 50 clients now and it's a lot to keep track of, then you need to cap yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a hard thing to do, but it's, it's very necessary at the same time, because that's your reputation. And if you can, if you're expecting to expand and your intentions are to continue going forward, then that reputation is going to follow you no matter what. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so definitely, definitely relationships and just, you know, keep that student mindset no matter what, all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yes, absolutely. You don't know what you don't know. Right. And I think that that gets a lot of people in trouble a lot of the times and egos come into play a lot of the time as well. You know, it's like, well, I know how to do this. I can figure it out. And a lot of gym owners end up wasting a lot of time and a lot of money with that mindset, you know, um, ignorance tax is what I like to call it, you know? Uh, so definitely good to keep an open mind and always be willing to learn something yeah. new. You know, and there's so much to learn with within obviously the training side of things, but then also the business side of things. Most people who open gyms don't open gyms because they love business, right? They open gyms because they love fitness. And then the business side just kind of comes along with it. So, so much to learn all the time. So great point there. Stay humble, be open to learning. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. 100%. You know, you gotta, you gotta, keep that in mind. Cause I got into it for the same reason. You know, I love helping people. And then like, you know, obviously owning your own business and all of that, like doing your own books, all your admin and all that, that gets like, that's um, draining. It's very boring. Uh, you know, to sit down at night after you've had a long day of training all day, you're, you know, you're innervated, meaning like you have no energy left. Mm -hmm. And uh, now you got to sit down and, you know, go over your books and schedule your next day, all that stuff. It just gets, it gets to be taxing, but uh you know, obviously you got to reach a point where you hire help, but until that point, you know, just don't, don't lose, don't lose sight of the, what you're going after. Yes. So it's critical. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's a really good point too. You know, it's like at the end of the day, you've been on the floor training your clients all day, and then you've got to sit down and worry about your numbers and the books and your marketing and making sure that you're posting on social media. And, you know, there's so many things that come into play that you just initially don't necessarily think about when you think about opening a gym you know a lot of people just have this idea like well I've got you know 50 clients and they're all going to follow me and it's all going to be great and I'm just going to have my own place and everything's going to be easy um and you kind of get that mindset from like you said you know being in these other facilities you know you just show up and you you've got your clients and you train them and it's great and then when it comes into play that you know you've got to buy the equipment and you've got to put all of these things in place and you're providing the space now. It's just different. So definitely changes your perspective and not in a bad way, but. 
No, not necessarily in a bad way. Cause I mean, I've got clients from 14 all the way up to 75 and I'm like, well, what if, what if they get here and they don't like the space? What if they don't like the color paint I used for those ceilings or whatever? And like, they don't want to work with me and we're just dumb stuff like that. You got to kind of combat all the time. And that, that drains you as well. Thinking about that. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the color of the paint. <laughs> right. You never really uh, think about those kind of things when, when you think about opening a gym. So definitely some good pieces of advice there. All right. Uh, so as we start to wrap up here, where can the listeners find you on social media? So um, Etcon, it's E-T-C-O-N. And EvansTrainingConcepts.com preferably. I mean, that, if you want to look through the website link, that's that's the uh my preferred link to go through you know that's why i have actually my podcast like i was telling you about earlier brie you can find that on the website um mm -hmm. all my programming i've got a few educational videos on there stuff like that awesome. um yeah instagram is etcon with the underscore all righty sounds good so jack from emmons training concepts and etcon fitness studios in wilmington delaware thank you so much for taking the time to join us today it's been so great having you on the show thanks for having me brie of course. And to all the listeners out there, make sure that you subscribe so that you'll be updated on future episodes of the show. In the meantime, keep killing it out there and we will catch you on the flip side. Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer and make more money, Head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Dorian from Embark Fitness in Bend, Oregon. Welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm great, Brooke. Thank you so much for the invite. I'm excited about this. I'm really excited to have you here sitting in front of me today. And, you know, really before we dive into the business and hear, you know, about your business and what you do and what has worked well and all of those things. Talk to us a little bit about what it was that led to you becoming a gym owner. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I won't go all the way back, but I'll go back far enough. Um, so uh, essentially lifelong athlete uh, through, through college and um, after school, I think I, really had fitness and wellness always on the top of my mind. Um, I finished school uh, with marketing and finance and immediately moved far away from fitness and into the world of retail and then became a consultant for a good number of years. Um, but the piece that was always missing for me, we were supporting companies, big environments, but I really felt like I lost touch of people, like really just touching people in a positive way, helping them individually. Um, so serendipity, I believe in serendipity um, possibilities. If the possibility is there, maybe something will happen. And a good friend of mine who is the founder of TRX, Randy Hetrick, 
invited me into the TRX family. And um, I interviewed with him and the board for TRX at that time. This was a startup at this time, okay? So this is a good number of years ago. And um, I would say that helped shape everything I'm doing today. Um, built a business unit for that company, helped with strategic partnerships, traveled the world, learned about all different cultures of fitness from big box, small box, training academy environments, strength and conditioning programs, you name it. Um, I was touching all of those things. Um, I became a master instructor for, for the company itself. And the business unit I ended up building was called Life Sports. And these are individual sports of a lifetime. So tennis, uh, swimming, golf, skiing, uh, things you can start as a baby. And at my ripe age, I could still get out there and do these things. Um, eventually peeled away from business uh, just about uh, six years ago and um, wanted to pursue my own dream. We moved up from the Bay Area to Bend, Oregon and um, started this business. Wow. Okay, cool. So, um, you know, this was probably not your plan since you were a young boy from the Sums of it. You never knew that you were going to end up in the fitness industry. And kind of like I told you, I didn't think I was going to be here either. But, you know, once we're here, it's kind of a wonderful world to live in because we're able to change people's lives. That's the best feeling. So, you know, what I would love for you to do now, Dorian, is just tell us a little bit about Embark Fitness us your elevator pitch, kind of paint a picture for our listeners so that they kind of have a better idea moving forward in this conversation of, you know, who you are. Yeah, great. Um, yeah, so Embark Fitness, we, I would consider us a boutique um, studio. We have about uh, just shy of 3,000 square feet, and we are a hybrid facility. So we feature indoor cycling um, using some really great technology with stages, cycling, incredible stuff. And then uh, functional fitness on the other side of our space. So TRX, of course, is a major component. Other TRX products. And then Escape Fitness, which is another brand that is uh, near and dear to me. So combining both of those things, making an attempt to... Uh, I guess philosophically get people to cross train. So we have a lot of cyclists here in Bend. All they do is cycle. So I'd like to see them on the fitness side, build some more endurance, functional strengths, core strength, so that when they bike, they can do it. And same thing for the people who just climb rocks and uh, ski all day long. I wanted to see them also gain some additional strength, but also get into that cycling room and uh, sweat the good bit on the performance side of cycling. Uh, so putting those two things together, creating that hybrid environment was really the, the goal of this. Yeah, I love it. So fitness is so motivating for a lot of people because, you know, maybe they've tried a big box gym. They can't go in there and do their own thing because they just lose that motivation. Um, so people, you know, places like yours allow people a coach to kind of guide them and motivate them. And they're surrounded by other people that, 
you know, probably also can't work out in that environment. You need to be in a group environment and motivated by the person next to them. So that's why things like that are so wonderful. So, you know, where you do have the classes and stuff, what kind of memberships do you have that people can really, you know, take advantage of? Sure. So again, going back to the, the concept initially, um, the point was to really localize our training model, right? We see a lot of franchises um, come into markets, all sorts of markets, such as this market. So Orange Theory is here, Cycle Bar is here, um, Pilates Studios, Club Pilates, big franchise owners have, have moved into Bend. My uh, point of view was let's get people localized to what we do here, um, as opposed to walking into one of these other spaces where you're likely doing what they're doing in every gym across the country. Um, we know we live in altitude here, so let's focus on some of those things. How do we acclimate better to altitude? Um, so we built a model around um, small group training, um, which uh, anywhere from six to 14 people in a class. Um, we offer a monthly membership. Our monthly membership, we just bumped up to a new rate. So that's $159 a month. We've got about 72 members as of today. Um, that's a number that is a bit low for us. We're shooting for about 150 to 165. That would be our sweet spot. Um, and then we also sell class packs, 10 packs, 20 packs, um, which actually we're, we've seen a big uptick there. And I, part of my belief there is through this pandemic, uh, people don't really want to commit to um, a monthly thing. They would rather just uh, ask us. Yeah, I think class pass is something that we can really like use in our advantage as well. You know, these people, they sign up for class pass, maybe so that they can kind of hop around and do things here and there. But it also allows us, you know, a good chance to get to know these clients when they're coming in. And then maybe they really, really like our service and our product. And it's kind of a marketing tactic for us as well. Um, and, and that's great. So, you know, now, how many members did you guys, uh, did you say that you guys have? 72. 72. Cool. So is that a spot, you know, where Dorian, you feel comfortable or are you guys looking to hit the gas, get new faces in the door of the facility? We are. We're looking to really put the pedal to the metal and pretty much double that membership. Um, we need to do that. And, and sorry, I may, I may have said class pass. What I meant to say were class packs. Uh, class packs, okay. okay. However, going back to class pass for a second, we we were part of class pass. Um, actually, some former colleagues at TRX went to work for class pass, and um, they came to this market only recently. And um, so we we signed up with class pass. And to your point exactly, um, it certainly helped bring people in the door. Um, expose our brand to those folks. Um, and I think less than 1% of those people converted into members or buying class packs and such. Um, so we no longer use class pass, but we do sell a lot of class packs. 
Yeah. Okay, cool. So you, you utilize a class pack option, which is basically where somebody comes in, they buy like a, a pack of classes and they can kind of use them as they want. Does that sound about right? Right, exactly. Okay, cool. So, you know, within this business, obviously the, the revenue we can count on month to month is those monthly memberships coming in, right? right. So you have 72 members right now. You said you're, you're ready to hit the pedal to the metal. So what are you doing to aid that growth process to, you know, continue to see new faces in the facility? Yeah, sure. Um, so I am a big believer in organic growth. Um, we really do our best to, uh, you know, word of mouth has been our, our biggest builder for sure. Um, you know, we have a pretty tight community here in Bend and you bump into everybody that you know. So um, we incentivize our members. Uh, those who are members here get free guest passes to use monthly um, and they use them. Um, initially, they really didn't, but we're seeing that use pick up every day, and we convert about 50% of those guests that come in of other, um, other members. That's pretty that's, impressive. Yeah, so that's a big thing for us. And then more recently, you know, we've done some Facebook targeting, um, advertising, boosting, that type of thing. Not... Um, not with any specific cadence, but when I feel like, uh, you know, we need a boost for something, um, we'll throw that out there. I, I feel like Facebook, we use more to engage our community, not necessarily to build um, our business model. Um, we recently started doing some Google ads, um, AdWords, that type of, uh, that type of marketing, um, finding those keywords. Uh, that are part of our brand and what we do. Um, we've also seen some really cool metrics out of that. You're able to take a deep dive and really look at what people are looking at, how many seconds they're on your site, where are they going specifically. Um, so there's great insight there. There's a, there's a, it's, I mean, you could go down a rabbit hole with, um, with Google Analytics, but I really think it's a great tool. Yeah, I love the idea of, you know, utilizing those resources that are out there. And, um, you know, word of mouth is wonderful because it's free advertising for us. And all we have to do there is take care of our clients. And in turn, we're going to have good word of mouth. We're going to grow. We're going to get referrals. And that's really exciting for us because we have putting into that. We just have to be nice to our clients. Um, but you know, the one part with that is not a measurable way for us to grow. So, you know, if you have however many clients right now and you want to grow to hundred, hundred, you can't count on that happening within a specific allotted kind of time window because you can't, you can't count on word of mouth. We can hope that we're going to get 20 new clients through word of mouth, but we can't count on it. Um, so the, the methods that we can count on, you know, to bring us in leads are things like Facebook, Instagram, Google ads, you know, use it, utilizing the paid advertising feed. Yep. So with Facebook, you said that you guys kind of don't have a metric that you follow and you just kind of boost things here and there. Um, have you used the like actual advertising piece on Facebook or are you guys just boosting posts? Yeah, we've done a few ads on Facebook um, and we've had, 
little success with it here. And I'm not sure why. I don't know if it's because of the demographic that we're specifically looking at. Um, you know, I have all sorts of theories as to why that may be. Um, that big for us, we do, we see a lot of um, activity on Instagram, um, which has, I think, helped us a little bit more specifically than Facebook. Um, but of course, I'm not opposed to doing more work with Facebook. I think, I think it, you know, it's not just one thing, right? It, you need to have um, a strategy, right? Of, you know, here are the four things I'm doing to really help grow this business. Um, so I don't think there's a Facebook strategy in place. It's been a little more random in terms of let's see what we can get out of this, you know, this week or this month. Yeah, totally. And, and let's just be honest with ourselves here. You know, you do have a marketing background. I have a business background. I studied marketing in college, which wasn't that many years ago, right? But Facebook is its own animal and it's always changing. And so when we think that we have it figured out over there, something changes again, and then we have to refigure it out. And so, you know, it obviously is a great tool for our business, but it is something that like we have to kind of play around with and figure out what will work for our specific businesses. Um, so I'm glad we kind of touched on that because that's definitely an area, you know, people are really apprehensive to get into the digital advertising side of things, but it definitely is a wonderful way to grow their business. So by us talking about it, it definitely gets people's brains a, a thinking out there. Um, so next question I have for you, Dorian, within your business right now, what's that one thing, that bottleneck, that challenge, that, that thing that you just wish would go away and what are you working on to kind of overcome that? Sure. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know if there's an actual, you know, bottleneck. I think we're, again, we're very good at retaining, um, our members. So I think we have less than, I think it's about 0.5% attrition, right? So we're really hanging on to people. They love what we do. It's still that acquisition piece. It's still getting people through the door. And I constantly, I probably overthink it. Um, you know, why, why is that, right? I mean, if I look at our demographic, if I look at our member base and who we have in this studio, it's a pretty wide, it's a pretty wide band. Um, we have about 63% uh, are women, the rest are men. Um, that number has grown dramatically on the male side of the business, which makes me happy because I felt like that was the opportunity for us to really focus on the male customer. Why isn't it that they're getting in here is it because we're a boutique studio, you know, they're not used to that. They're usually in some big box pumping weights, which I, I totally get. Um, but we're seeing that growth, which is, which is makes, makes me happy. Um, I still think there is, I just read an article recently in the Atlantic. I think it was in the last couple of days about, you know, how this sedentary, rate continues to rise, right? We used to see this number around 75%. Um, they cited that it's now closer to 85%. 85% of the population is sitting on the couch, right? They're not, they're not taking care of themselves, right? No self-care, no wellness, no fitness. Um, how, do we, 
how do we not stop? <laughs> I want to continue to get the fit people fitter. I think that's our situation. We're getting, we have mostly pretty fit people walking into this studio and they just want to continue to get after it. But there are 85% of the people out there and probably in Bend, that number is, is skewed. It's not that big because Bend is a very active community. Um, but there are still people out there that I believe need introduction to fitness. Like, let's go for a walk. Let's, uh, we just started a class here, which is introduction to kettlebells. Um, it's, it's grown massively in the last 30 days. Um, so I think we need that lower barrier of entry to just get people in here so they can get comfortable seeing what we do. Whether it's going for a walk first, we, our studio is located right at this trail system. So, um, you know, it's the perfect environment to do these things and then give them a tour of the facility and show them what we do. Um, TRX is not a very impactful uh, training tool and um, it's amazing for mobility, especially for, I think, a population that's mostly sedentary. It's a good way to sort of break into things. Does that help? Yeah, no, that's a great, that's a great response. Um, because I think what's awesome here is like, you see a challenge and that is like getting people in through the door. You see the reason why that's something that you guys are struggling with right now, but you can also kind of see, like, you're already looking at how ways to kind of overcome that. Um, so, you know, you're kind of looking at the lower, you said like getting people into maybe initially go, go for a walk, something like that, starting off like slow. But, you know, I, I want to understand, I want to see if you've kind of thought from this perspective, you know, a lot of people, they might not know that this is something that they need, right? Um, they might be at home, they might not be necessarily looking for a gym, you know, they're not searching for group fitness near me. So, you know, reaching that person, it's hard, but once we do, it's so valuable because this type of fitness helps people changes not only in their physical health, but their mental health. And in 2022, that's, you know, a huge thing that a lot of people are struggling with being that people are working from home and they're never leaving houses. So if we can be a resource to really, for those people that, that might want to see a physical change or a you know, mental change in their health and their, their wellness, um, this can be so valuable. So, you know, ways to kind of pull in those people is, you know, talking with your current clients and getting their results, you know, results sell. So if you can use your, your members that you currently have as kind of like testimonial speakers um, to pull people in, that's what's going to capture somebody's attention um, if, if they're not necessarily looking for a gym. Um, so would you say that 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 you've thought about, you know, have you thought about doing testimonials or anything like that with your current clients? Yeah, um, really in the, in the form of reviews, <laughs> we just started. So Google review um, recently, uh, I think in the last probably 30 days, we, I have a, um, a QR code that directly links to our Google um, review site. Um, and members on the way out of the studio, they all they have to do is obviously take a scan of the QR code, and suddenly they're they're right there writing reviews for us. 
Um, obviously, that's one way of doing it. But I do believe capturing um, those testimonies are super, um, super important. Um, we do some personal training here at the studio. Um, again, going back to some of my background, I trained professional tennis players. So I've worked in that community for a good number of years. I've helped a lot of players. I've helped uh, a couple of collegiate players, one of which is about to play in the uh, NCAA finals coming up. And like, that's a perfect opportunity, right? To capture um, those results and his testimony and embed that or attach it to um, our business as well. Yeah, that's that's great. And I'm, I'm so, I'm so excited to hear that, you know, you've kind of thought about all of these things. Many, you know, gym owners don't really think about, you know, full circle, making sure that they have all these things going on. And I really think it really sounds like you've kind of thought about everything. Um, and that's really, really exciting. So, you know, final question that I have for you here, Dorian, and this is a bigger kind of question is, if I could hand you a magic wand right now, boom, all your goals for the business have been achieved what would that picture look like for you? Uh, if everything like was perfect, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. What would it look like? Yeah, so what it would look like is, um, you know, I touched on it a little bit earlier with this pivoting to um, outdoor fitness, right? Um, I think through, you know, one of my big learnings through the pandemic was, we had to close, we had no, we had no option. So um, I didn't read though very closely the, the guidance and we were allowed to recreate outdoors um, in a group setting. So again, going back to, yes, we had been doing this, but not in a really meaningful way. So we built out a training deck. Um, that is something I'd love to expand on. I, you know, really build out a pretty robust um, training environment outdoors. We do have a mobile training platform that we um, drive around um, our city and into our beautiful backdoor bend, but to really um, dig deep with that programming. Um, you know, not to plug <laughs> my buddy, Randy Hetrick, the founder of TRX, but He's an entrepreneur and he's constantly spinning. So, you know, he just launched a new business called Outfit, which is exactly that. It's, uh, you know, it's sort of a combination of class pass, mind body, um, probably a couple of other things that are in there. Built a robust algorithm, of course, has some great investment capital behind it, and now has this great franchise model of, um, get a sprinter van and you, you take off into the wilderness. Well, we're doing that here locally, but I'd really like to build that up even more. So yeah, so I think those three parts of the business um, continue to sharpen the point on those things. Um, definitely put more money back into the business, which isn't easy when you're just breaking even. Um, you know, you want to, you need, you need, you need capital, right, to make all these things happen um but in terms of blue sky yeah i'd love to be it you know i don't think we need any more than 150 members so if we could hit that number um we have an amazing facility it's 
beautifully designed. We have great programs. Um, we don't need to expand anymore in terms of our programming. Um, we just need to sharpen the point on all these things and, and keep it going. I can definitely understand that. And I appreciate you for really painting a picture there for, for us as to what your goal and your dream would be for this business. Um, really, really exciting. Um, and I'm excited to, you know, kind of watch from, from a bird's eye view, I guess, you know, down in Florida, but I'm excited to watch how your business is able to evolve over, you know, over time here. Um, Dorian, do you guys have a social media page where our listeners can go to check you out? We do, yeah, absolutely. We're on Instagram and Facebook, of course. Um, if you just search for Embark Fitness, you will find us. We'd, we'd love you to hook up with us so we can show you what we do. Awesome, well, thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you for being here today. For our listeners, thank you guys as well. Don't forget, if you wanna stay notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. And if you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords podcast, fill out the link in the description and our team will be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk fitness business with gym owners who are in the trenches, doing work, changing lives in their area. I'm your host, Dominic. Today, I'm here with my guest, owner of Geneva Fitness Center in Geneva, Alabama, Beth Carr. How are we doing today? I'm doing great. All right. Excited to have you on. Let's hop in. Tell me about Geneva Fitness Center. Well, Geneva Fitness Center is located in Geneva, Alabama. Uh, the population for that city is about 4,200 people, and the county is about 2,600 people. So um, we get probably, um, I'd say within about 50-mile radius, people come to that to our gym. Uh, it's about a 14,000-square-foot building with a 2,000-square-foot room for our CrossFit. Uh, we've been there for, I've been the owner for two and a half years. I uh, purchased it in December 2019, and uh, it's uh, in located in a strip mall, I guess you could say, but it's not your typical strip mall gym. It's a big gym. Big gym with a big hearts. what I usually tell people. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Yeah. Uh, so this is something where you've been at the helm of it since December of 2019, right? That's correct. And so we were talking off the air a little bit. 
Um, you and your husband have been have been involved in the world of business for a while, so uh, no stranger to running your own business. And then you've got a background in healthcare, and um, I think in the perfect world, healthcare probably starts in some sort of gym or fitness settings. The better we take care of ourselves, the less time we are likely to spend in front of doctors and nurses and things like that. So you were there, um, you found, you know, there, there's the opportunity to take it over. So went ahead and bought that in 2019. Um, from there, once you took over, what kind of things did you change or, or add on with the gym? What were some of the things that you brought to the table? Okay. So when I first purchased the gym, I had been working out there about three years prior to that. And at that time, I was able to see what needed to be done and, you know, what I wanted to change. Um, when we first purchased it, um, the old owners, they kind of cared more about the CrossFit area uh, and the CrossFit members than they did the regular gym. So the regular gym was kind of neglected. And it's a really big gym. So a lot of stuff that was broken didn't get fixed. So when I did purchase it, I had to fix several pieces of equipment um so i tossed out i'd say probably about six pieces that i didn't want there because they couldn't be fixed um so we made those changes we totally revamped the front uh entryway because it was just an old wooden um kind of like a big desk uh, we totally redid that um moved some stuff drink machines and such around. I got uh, protein, brought in protein shakes and energy drinks and pre-workouts. Um, we have four tanning beds there. So I had uh, a big cabinet. I purchased uh, tanning uh, lotions and such as that and t-shirts and things, you know, people, things that people needed and used when they were there. So we did all that. We cleaned it because, uh, you know, I'm a big kind of a, clean freak so I love things to be clean especially when COVID came around um we clean every single day <laughs> but yeah that's some of the changes I made was mostly just getting rid of the old stuff and getting new stuff and making it nice so when people walked in they would say wow wow this is a big change uh, you know we have plants I, I'm a big plant person so we have lots of plants in the gym because plants release you know all this good energy and and oxygen good oxygen exchange so definitely need that when you're in there working out <laughs> for sure for sure so um, I know you said that you know previously a lot of the focus was on you know the the CrossFit area the CrossFit people inside the gym once you took over um, how have you managed to strike some sort of balance with that do they get separate individual attention do they have separate memberships how do you manage having kind of two very different things under the same roof well um luckily i had a really good um crossfit instructor that was there previously so he carried on with the 5 a.m classes um and a lot of the people that were there before i'd say about four of them are probably still there uh and he teaches the crossfit so uh, it is a separate membership, um, but if you do CrossFit, you also do the whole gym also. Um, that's how we keep that separate. Um, and 
the it's a 5 a.m. and a 5 p.m. class. So um, we have some really good CrossFit instructors and um, they kind of come in and out the back of the gym, not the front mostly. Um, and then we do have other classes too that we have in the CrossFit area uh, at different times of the day and the week um, that we have started. Um, mostly hit classes and we have done Zumba in the past, which I want to get that going again soon. All right, all right. So I know you said, um, you know, you have a pretty steady growth of membership right now, have mm -hmm. a fair amount of new people coming in every week. What are you primarily doing to advertise, to get the word out about the gym and keep that inflow steady? Well, I am a big Facebook fanatic. Um, I'm always on Facebook. My brother tells me, if you want to know what Beth's doing, just get on Facebook. She'll, she'll, you know, what mood she's in, she know, you know, who she's mad at, who she likes, who she don't like, and what's going on. So I do a lot of advertising on Facebook, um, mostly on a personal level. I don't, I hardly ever pay for any advertising on Facebook. Um, that's how we also do our other business. Uh, it's mostly word of mouth and uh, Facebook advertising. Um, I, I do offer incentives because um, I believe that everybody likes free stuff. So I tell all my members and I also advertise it. If you bring, if you're a member and you bring me three new members and they join that you get a free t-shirt or if you do so many months of tanning, you get a free month of tanning, you know, everybody likes free stuff. So that's how I advertise. And so far it's working great. Um, I offered, I advertise on my Facebook page and I uh, advertise on my personal page. So, I mean, right now that's, that's really working great. And I don't have to spend a lot on advertising. Yeah. Just leveraging social media through the business page and through your personal page. Yes. Got it. Got it. Okay. So from there, can you walk us through what your, your new member sales process looks like? What, what type of conversations you're having? Do you do a tour? Do you try to get people into personal training? What does what does that onboarding process look like? Okay, so if someone comes in and they are interested in the gym, we we'll walk them around if they want to see everything. We'll tell them about everything. You know how to how to use certain pieces of equipment. And, you know, we got showers, we got tanning rooms, we got you know the kids area if you want to bring your kid uh, and then we we have a price list um, we do offer discounts to um, sheriff's department police department any kind of um, law enforcement they all get um, discounts and our uh, military of course and seniors um, at that point they just fill out a I call it an application and a credit card form and they we charge their credit card each month um, on a credit withdrawal thing, um, but we don't do a yearly membership fee. Um, you know, times are tough, so a lot of people can't afford to do that. So we do a monthly, do it on a monthly basis. Um, if they want a 24-hour access card, they pay for that extra. Otherwise, the regular gym hours are 10 to 6, Monday through Friday. Mostly everyone wants a key because they want to be able to come at 12 o'clock midnight or they, I have people in there all hours of the night, two or three o'clock in the morning, you know, 
all hours of the day. So that's, <laughs> that's interesting. I, I, I've heard of a lot of gyms with 24-7 access, but I haven't come across any that I can recall that have it as a, a separate add-on service. Is that something that was in place before you took over or something you figured out after you bought it? Uh, well, the previous owners, they kind of had the place looking like the wild, wild west. People were just, they had to give out free keys to their friends. And so when I came in, I had to, I had to put a stop to the wild, wild west. And so, um, the reason I do the keys is because of that. Um, cause I, I look at my gym as like, it's my house. That's my home. I don't, I'm, I'm particular about who comes into my home, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, Absolutely. you don't want anybody coming in there day of the night, any hours of the day and night. So that's why I keep the key, uh, the 24-hour access separate, um, just because I like to know what's going on. And I do have 24-hour access cameras that record uh, every part of my gym except for bathrooms and tanning rooms. Um, so I can kind of keep eye on what's going on because we don't want no trouble and I've never had any trouble. Uh, but if I, if I did, you know, I can look back and see on my cameras. Um, but yeah, that's why we keep it separate. Got it. Got it. So, um, we know that you said that, uh, you have, you have the CrossFit classes, you have your regular access to the gym. Um, you also have some personal trainers that, that work through your gym, but not for your gym. Is that the best way to describe it? Uh, yes, they are full-time members. They're uh -huh. there for every, mostly every single day. Uh, at this point, I don't have any that's on staff, but like I said, they're there every day. I'm My full-time mem uh, member that I have or my employee that I have is fixing to get married and move to Florida. So, um, I will probably be employing one of my trainers, which I think is going to be a good move because we're going to be uh, doing some new stuff in the, in the months to come to try to draw in more members. Gotcha. So the, the trainers that are there now for the most part are just, they're independent. You just, they have a membership, their clients have a membership and, and that's mm -hmm. as far as you're involved. That's that at this point yes okay all right but that's something where as business grows and evolves you're gonna you know just keep your eyes open for other potential avenues whatever it's gonna work best for you the trainer the clients as you go yes all right so uh you also said uh mentioned a little bit about doing some classes you've had some zumba some different things there are you offering anything right now or is is that something that you're you're working on setting up some type of foundation to get back into? Um, well, at this point, we do the CrossFit, um, 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. We do the, we do HIIT classes. Okay. Uh, if you, if anyone out there doesn't know what that is, it's a high intensity interval training class. It's a lot of cardio. It, it really gets you in shape. If you, uh, want to lose some weight, that's a good class to take. Um, and our classes aren't real long, and we can adjust them to different ages. So if you if you're 75 and want to take the class, we can adjust it to to fit you. We don't want a 75 year old in there working out with a 16 year old uh, because 
they'll be together, but they won't be doing the same stuff. It'll be kind of adjusted. But yeah, we do that. And then we have, I'm looking to get uh, a Zumba class started back or some kind of jazzercise or something that um, will fit all ages because we have anywhere from 14 year olds to 85 year olds in the gym. And I like it like that. I want everybody to be able to come and work out no matter what your age or what your health problems might be. So that's what we're working on. Um, at the moment, um, I do, I, like I said earlier, we do have a lot of um, teenagers that come in, a lot of kids after school, love my kids. But to start with, you know, teenagers, kids, you have to kind of teach them the rules. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure I'm, I'm trying to get a, a, a program set up for the summertime also uh, for my youth because they a lot of them will tell me that they would rather be at the gym than at home which is kind of sad for home life but you know and I'm kind of like their mama a lot of them calls me mama Beth so <laughs> but yeah that's what I'm kind of working on in the future is uh just building those classes up and um adding a few more things along the the way that people are expressing interest in to me. All right. Now, the, the last thing that um, I wanted to get into with the last few minutes that we have here that's um, that you're working on is you have a, a pretty good percentage of your clientele that are coming in on, on insurance or different wellness yes. um, payment plans. So uh, how did you get into that? And, and what are the logistics of it for you? Um, as far as how, um, you know, how it helps you get more members, the, the different payment things, like what are the pros and cons with that? Okay. Um, I had, at the moment I have, uh, the renew active program, which is usually, I think that's you through United healthcare, um, silver sneakers. That's mainly, I think blue cross blue shield offers that or the Tivity. The Tivity is, uh, it's with Silver Sneakers, but also a lot of the Walmart's employees have the Tivity program that they offer. And what it is that they, they pay, the employee pays so much and uh, a month for the gym. And it's on different levels, I think, depending on what the gym offers. Uh, and then the Walmart or the business offers a certain amount of money on that. So it's a little bit cheaper for them. Um, and now with the silver sneakers and the Tivity um, programs, they have a card or a, a number and a portal is at the gym. It's a little computer screen and they, when they come in, of course they have to sign up with me first and get all that information in. Uh, but they just come in when they get ready to work out and they scan their card or they can have it on their phone and they scan, scan it on the portal and it logs them in to, to that uh, activity program. And that's how I get paid with those. And the others, I sign them up um, every month around the first of the month. I have to go into my computer and I put their, their names are already in there. I just click on if they've been there or not and how many times they've been there. It's, it's simple. It doesn't take that long, but it offers a lot of income actually at the end of the month, I probably get several thousand dollars just off my um, insurance, the wellness programs that, that I have. So 
And are, are they finding you or is it stuff where you're having to reach out to different organizations and groups locally? How does that part work? Okay. Some of these found me and um, what they do, what I do is I, I do a contract with them saying, this is what they're going to pay me. Uh, so much is so much per visit per person. Um, and then others, I, you know, I went to their website and found them, but they, if say if I was a, a customer and uh, I went on my, went to Blue Cross Blue Shield, went to the wellness program, uh, went to customer service, it would say, it would tell me what, what program they offered. And then I would get a, a number or, you know, wellness number. And that's what I would use when I went to the gym, but they have a list of all the gyms in, the, in your area. So you would go to your customer service, you'd go to the wellness program and you would talk to customer service and you'd find out which gyms um, in your area offer this program. And I'm on all of them pretty much around the area. Um, the probably the closest one uh, besides me is a Planet Fitness. And they would much rather come to my gym than Planet Fitness usually because it's closer and they like it better. Got it. Has there been any, any downside, any complication for you adding that into the, to the gym, whether it be billing or any sort of other logistics? Yeah, it gets kind of complicated sometimes when the people that come in, they don't like, they might not sign in like they're supposed to or scan in their card. Um, and sometimes their cards aren't working and they have to, you know, have to deal with, um, the insurance companies sometimes the older people come in and they don't have computers they don't they don't do technology they don't they don't even some of them have emails and i'm like okay i can help you with that so i'll just get on my computer and i'll just put all their info in and i'll sign them up right there so we're, so we're sometimes <laughs> we do a little, little bit of extra admin work but i mean you're one of these people that just just loves to help people. So you're not afraid to get in there and, and try to do that. All right, so last last topic before we gotta let you go, what are your plans for the future? Where do you wanna see the gym get to? Uh, what, are the, what are the big goals that you have long-term for it? Well, I just wanna continue doing kind of what I'm doing now. Um, I believe in if you have excellent customer service, if you're good to your customers, your members, they're going to keep coming back. They're going to send other people to you. Um, in the future, though, I, I do hope to employ one of my trainers, and we're going to start doing some, try to get some wellness programs into the local businesses around the area. Um, I had one in the past, a couple, but they kind of faded out because, uh, I guess, because of, the economy like it is. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm hoping to get some of the local businesses set up on um, wellness programs for their employees, because everyone knows, you know, if you, if your employees well, uh, and they're going to have a decrease in sickness, uh, decrease in injuries in the workplace, uh, stress management. I can't stress enough. Um, gym is my therapy. So, uh, and weight loss, you know, anybody that loses weight, 
is going to feel better. And if you feel better, you're going to work better. So, um, and then um, I want to start some dance classes again because I love to dance. Now, my daughter, she's a, on the, she was on the competition team for hip hop. She does hip hop in my gym every single day um, that we're there. And she actually does hip hop for some of her uh, friends. So I'd like to bring some of the youth in to, to learn some hip hop because um, she loves to do that. Um, and we do have a lot of youth and I hope to continue having a lot of youth um, because they're our future of the gym. Heck yeah, they're, they're more than our future at the gym. They're future in general, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> all right, Beth, that's all the time that we have. Uh, before we let you go, uh, if people want to find you online, give us your website, any social media, anywhere that they can find the gym. Okay, you can find me on Geneva Fitness Center dot com you can just go to www.genevafitnesscenter.com you can go to geneva fitness center on facebook or beth carr that's my personal page um and i have a, you know i do online applications also there um on my website so i'm always there like i said i'm the social media person <laughs> You're the person. Find right. out what I'm doing, <laughs> what the gym is doing also. All right, Beth, it's been a pleasure having you on. I wish you continued success. Thanks for spending some time with us this morning. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Oh, yeah, you're very welcome. And to everyone out there listening, as always, we appreciate you spending some of your day with us. We hope you found value and inspiration in this episode. If you'd like to hear more, hit the subscribe button. To everyone out there in Jim Lords Nation, Keep working hard, keep changing lives. Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.